0: Three years ago, on this date, I walk into the ER at around 7 p.m. in the evening. My first patient of the evening is a 48-year-old male who came in with a chief complaint of torsades de point. Torsades de point is a fatal arrhythmia that, if untreated quickly, can lead to death. As we all assembled, the crash cart, the nurses, the doctors, everyone got ready to see this patient. We gave him a medication that instantly broke the arrhythmia. The patient went from having a blood pressure of 80 over 40 to having a blood pressure of 120 over 80. The following week, similar situation, I have a patient, young female in her early 30s, comes in with an asthmatic attack. She can't breathe. Her chest sounds wheezy. She's gasping for air. We give her this medication within minutes she's breathing again and lastly a patient in his 50s blood pressure of 180 over 100 we walk in we give him this medication his blood pressure normalizes is it possible that a medication has a miraculous effect that can not only reverse an arrhythmia But it can also lower your blood pressure and open up your airways. Yes it can and that medication is called magnesium. It's a very very powerful medication that's been around for millennia. So Sam tell us a little bit more about magnesium.
1: Magnesium is an abundant mineral in the body. It's naturally present in many foods and it's also added to other food products available as a dietary supplement and present in some medicines like antacids and laxatives. However, magnesium is a cofactor in more than over 300 enzyme systems that regulate diverse biochemical reactions in the body, including protein synthesis, muscle and nerve function, blood glucose or sugar control, and as Dr. Joe mentioned, blood pressure regulation. Welcome everyone to the Internal Therapy Podcast, where we combine physical therapy and internal medicine to help you prevent disease and injury. I am Samuel Soto, of doctor of physical therapy, and I am with my brother who you just heard, Joseph Soto, a physician. So there are different types of magnesium. There are many, many different types, and some of them include magnesium citrate, magnesium oxide, chloride, lactate magnesium malate, magnesium torate, L-theornate, magnesium sulfate, magnesium glycinate, and magnesium orotate. And some of these have specific different functions in the human body that are all very essential to human life. So Joe, tell us a little bit about the different types of magnesium, what are some that are used for X, Y, and Z, and a little bit about uh, how important it is to consume the adequate amount of magnesium for optimal
0: health. So magnesium is one of the elements in the table of elements that we all know, that we all learn about in chemistry. And as Sam just outlined, there are several different types of magnesium. There's citrate oxide chloride, lactate malate. You guys get the point. It turns out that each different kind of magnesium has a different role in the human body. For example, if you're someone who's suffering from constipation, you have issues going to the bathroom, you have irregular bowel movements, You may want to consider taking magnesium citrate if you're someone who has a history of kidney stones you may want to consider oxide if you're someone who works out a lot and you're finding that your muscles are sore and tender and you're not recovering as quickly you may want to take magnesium malate it turns out that magnesium is an essential element that has very 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 prominent roles in the human body from muscle bone blood pressure regulation, mood regulation, it basically acts everywhere. Now, what are some of the symptoms of magnesium deficiency? Why would someone need to take this? Well, if you have chronic headaches, specifically migraine headaches, if you have insomnia, if you suffer from anxiety, if you suffer from muscle cramps, especially nocturnal muscle cramps, if you have high blood pressure, if you have an elevated heart rate or arrhythmias, such as PACs, PVCs, atrial fibrillation, you may want to consider taking magnesium. If you're someone who has asthma, if you're someone who suffers from asthmatic attacks in the winter, you may want to consider magnesium. Now, why is this not being spoke spoken more about? It's unclear because the evidence is there. Now, if I if you guys remember From the story i was telling you in the beginning it turns out that all those patients received an equal dosage of magnesium they only received two grams of magnesium intravenously and within minutes the patient's conditions reversed now i can't think of many other medications that will do this to a patient in the hospital so that just shows you the power of this medic of this supplement and how if your magnesium levels are not adequately controlled it can lead to disaster.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's so interesting how, like you mentioned, like we we were learning about this as kids, right? In chemistry class, biology class, the periodic table of elements. And I'm sorry for everyone out there listening who this brings back bad memories. But yes, we once in our lives learned about the periodic table of elements. Some of us had to memorize it. Some of us had to, you know, do different equations and use it for organic chemistry and very hard classes. But a lot of this is very important now when it comes to health. Because on this podcast, we've spoken about salt, which is sodium chloride. You know, we've spoken about different minerals and vitamins like vitamin B12. But we, we have to remind ourselves, like, where does this come from? Why is it that salt is so important to the human body, just like magnesium is, just like oxygen in a previous podcast, we spoke about the Wim Hof Method and how important it is to receive adequate oxygenation through diaphragmatic breathing. So why is it that these essential elements are so powerful? And why are they so good for us? And if, and if we have deficiencies in them, our systems will literally start to fail. As opposed to other medications like pharmaceuticals, like biologics, that cause so many other side effects and are made in a lab. Although some of these supplements are made in the lab and altered but they they come from a uh, they come from magnesium they come from sodium they come from all these different elements that are so important to us so i think it's i think it just shows like if you look at the big picture these these elements come from the earth right that's kind of, that's like where humans we we come from the same matter we come from the same Matter of, 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 our, of our environment. So I think it's so important that we receive adequate magnesium. And as a physical therapist, there are many implications for, for PTs out there. Because if you, don't, if you don't have enough magnesium, you can develop um, osteoporosis. You're more likely to develop osteoporosis. Because most of our magnesium is actually stored in our bone. And that's why it is very hard to detect deficiencies in magnesium systemically because doing a blood exam is not enough right joe
0: yeah exactly so it's just not enough because most of it is inside the bone so when when traditionally when if you were to get your magnesium levels checked on a routine blood test almost always your level will be normal because the human body does whatever it takes to keep that number around 2.0 so it will just pull it from the bone and it will look normal but in reality it's not not normal it's not normal and we'll talk about why 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 is there so yeah. much magnesium deficiency in our society? Where is that coming from? And
1: um yeah. you know what 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 are yeah I mean, go ahead. No, I mean before we move on to that topic, it, it's it's normal and to me normal in our healthcare system in the present day means enough to survive. That's the new normal in healthcare or sick care, especially in in our country. It's normal. It's within normal limits. Oh, your B12 is within normal limits. Oh, your vitamin D is within normal limits. But what about the optimal range? How come we don't talk about the optimal range? How much should it be to live well? How much should your vitamin D3 be, your K2, your B12, your thiamine, your, your magnesium, your sodium, your calcium? How much should that be to live optimally? That's something that on, on this podcast we're going to discuss because we don't just want to get by. We want to live well. We want to increase health span, not lifespan which is quality years till till we die. Not, you know, our lives ending at 75. And, and, you know, because we're 75, we're old now and we can't do what we used to do. No, this channel is all about living a long life, a long, healthy life and a life filled with quality. So yeah, Joe, tell us about, you know, why is there so much magnesium deficiency going on now?
0: So, magnesium deficiency is a is a really big problem in our not only in our society here in the us but around the world and largely that it's because of the depletion of the soil so as you know most of the magnesium is actually found in vegetables you know in plants and you know as as time goes on and we 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 deplete the soil you know and we monocrop so what that means is we plant the same plant in the same place over and over and over and over and over again that soil gets depleted of magnesium. So as an example, if we compare the magnesium content of spinach a hundred years ago compared to now, I mean, it's not even the same. It's it's completely different. It, it, you know, the magnesium may be 50% less now than it was a hundred years ago or a thousand years ago. So it has to do with our agriculture. Now, not only that, that's one piece of it but also has to do with our lifestyles. So, what are what are some of the things that can lead to magnesium deficiency? Some of the obvious ones are medications. So, if you're someone who's on a blood pressure medication, if you're someone who's on a diuretic, if you're someone who's taking NSAIDs for pain, antibiotics, you're you're actually losing a lot of magnesium in the urine and in the feces. Okay? Most of we excrete most of magnesium in the feces. And if you take these medications, you're accelerating that elimination of magnesium. So it's our lifestyles. On top of that, we're drinking a lot of caffeine. Caffeine also depletes your magnesium and your electrolytes. We're not exercising, right? We're not sleeping. It turns out that being stressed lowers your magnesium, right? Because it has to do with the cortisol pathway. So there's many reasons why we're magnesium deficient. The bottom line is we are magnesium deficient, and it's not a good thing. And it's leading to a lot of health issues down, uh, down
1: the line. Yeah. So, yeah, osteoporosis is one of the health issues it can cause. You know, depression, anxiety, mood disorders. Um, well, what about chronic fatigue syndrome and fibromyalgia? Because, you know, fibromyalgia is, is essentially not a diagnosis. It's, it's just a symptom of what's going on internally in your body. Um, so, do do you think that maybe magnesium can influence or have a can influence you know fibromyalgia? I
0: think I think so. You know, it's 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 probably not the the culprit, the only culprit. I'm sure there's other factors, but it's definitely not helping. Now, Sam, I'll tell you this: I've had so many patients where they've come to see me. Oh, I've had migraines for years, chronic migraines. They've seen neurologists, they've done Botox injections, they've done all these procedures, and I give them a little bit of magnesium their migraines are gone just like that 500 milligrams of magnesium in one pop headaches are gone and they're gone i see a patient yeah, and i can't wait to tell everybody i see a yeah, patient with ahead. constipation they've seen gastroenterologists they've been given laxatives it's gone for colonoscopies i give them magnesium citrate constipation is gone can you believe that
1: this is a miracle drug yeah like it, and I don't even want to call it a drug. I just want to call it an element. That's why I said that whole spiel in the beginning because it's just an element. Like, our bodies are made of, it's biochemistry. It's, it's, it's biology and chemistry and physics. That's literally our body because we, we, our bodies come from the same matter as stardust. When, when the universe was made and stars exploded, what, what are stars made of? Carbon, hydrogen, fusions, uh, reactions going on every single second, helium nitrogen, right? Elements. And we're depriving our body of an essential element. Of course your systems are going to fail. Of course you're going to have headaches. Of course you're going to have headaches if you have magnesium deficiency. Of course you're not going to be able to go to the bathroom. But I just want to bring awareness to, the, to this topic. And that's why we're doing this topic. So Joe, now tell us, how much magnesium should we be consuming? You know, I know there are different ages and male, female, pregnancy. So tell us how much... Um, those individuals should be consuming
0: so in general if you're somebody who's an adult between the ages of 18 up to whatever 100 you want to be consuming around 400 to 800 milligrams of magnesium per day now let me say this that's not what you're going to see in the nutrition label you're going to see something like oh you need 250 milligrams a day and that's enough well i'm here to tell you that's not enough you need 400 to 800 milligrams if you're somebody who's lo- on the on the bigger side you're very tall maybe you have a lot of muscle you exercise a lot you take an, uh, NSAIDs you take antibiotic you need you need more than that you may even need a thousand milligrams so you know Damn. we need we need a lot of this stuff and, and I forgot to mention something this also helps with insomnia very very mm. very key I've had patients who've been on Latonin sleeping pills and they take some magnesium, they fall right asleep. Anxiety also helps with anxiety, right? Because mm-hmm. magnesium is the relaxing, ele- it's a relaxing element. It relaxes everything. It relaxes your muscles. It relaxes your, your your brain. It relaxes.
1: That's why you get less cramps. Yeah, it relaxes right? your
0: gut. It allows you to go to the bathroom. It just relaxes everything. Mm. It, it it dampens everything down. Okay.
1: Yeah, I mean, I've seen cramps. I've seen a lot of you know my patients with with cramps. You know and they think it's coming from the back it's coming from the spinal stenosis or a herniated disc but it's but it, it's coming from a magnesium deficiency you know and I'll, sometimes i'll pick i'll pick this up and I, and I examine the patient and i'm like this is not coming from your back you know you don't have symptoms in your legs and cramps because you have spinal stenosis you know you you this seems you know it's at night it's at rest you're not moving that doesn't sound mechanical that doesn't sound like it's coming from your lumbar spine. So I'll say, hey, you know, as a PT, I can't tell them, you know, take a supplement, you know, because of legal reasons. But I can say, hey, you should increase your magnesium to your diet. And, um, you know, I'll tell them, hey, maybe inc- increase some, 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 you know, e- eat more pumpkin seeds, you know, roasted pumpkin seeds. Even one ounce can have 156 milligrams per serving, you know, some chia seeds, some almonds, like you said, Joe, spinach. Spinach, yeah. boiled green, spinach, just green half a leafy cup vegetables. has about 80 milligrams, right? Green leafy vegetables can it can increase it. But the thing is, and we talk about this a lot on this channel, the, the green leafy vegetables, you got to be careful because they're sprayed with glyphosate. Mm-hmm. They're sprayed with chemicals. So you, got, you have to get it organically. Yeah, The best would be from a farm, you know, or grow it yourself, you know, or just get it organic or an or- organic version of it. Because you don't want that extra stuff in it. You just want the magnesium. You want the minerals. But not only that.
0: It's just that they don't have enough magnesium now because of what I told you in the beginning. The soil is depleted. So you not. Yeah. It's not. It's not for those listening. You could have the healthiest diet in the world, but you're not going to get enough magnesium. You have to supplement. You have to supplement. And um.
1: Well, depending on where you live, also, right? Yeah,
0: depending where you live, but even in in the best of places, you know, it's just the soil has been so depleted. You know, you really just have to supplement, in my opinion.
1: Yeah, but I don't think that in, in, in Icaria, Greece, or in Sardinia, Italy, in the farmlands, I don't think their soil has changed that much. I mean, I know if you're talking about, you know, industrialized, you know, civilizations like we have now over the last few hundred years, you know, in America. I mean, yeah, you know, everything is different now. The soil is different. Everything is polluted like Japan, China, America, there's so much pollution. But I think there's still some regions around the world that the soil is pretty good.
0: What do you think? Yeah, I guess, but most people don't live in those places. You know, I'm talking That's about true. mainstream, people who live in the US, Europe, you know, highly industrialized yeah. countries. The other thing I forgot yeah. to mention is when magnesium, we we often think of, oh, you need more magnesium, but s- people often forget is how much is, are you absorbing? That's another key part right absorption is key mm-hmm. when we talk about elements right whether that's sodium potassium calcium whatever it is you need to absorb it so if you're someone out there who's had bariatric surgery or you have crohn's disease ulcerative colitis some sort of bowel issue you're not you're 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 at even higher risk for magnesium deficiency so you need to take even more magnesium yeah so that was my that's my next point so did you, you have something mm-hmm. to say
1: no 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 yeah I was going to say like so what magnesium should should people be taking what's the best form of it
0: again it depends what you're looking for if if you're someone who has issues with muscles then I I suggest malate if you're if you're having you know uh bowel issues I su- I suggest uh citrate it just really depends what you're looking for you know what what issue you're having yeah. you know um but I will say any form of magnesium has benefits you know whatever you can take is fine uh you want to make sure that you're always taking it with food because you absorb it better in the gut, right? Whenever you take a supplement, it has to be absorbed in the small intestine. And from there, it gets distributed to all all the cells in the human body. And, you know, it's safe. I would say magnesium is safe in almost everybody. Always consult with your physician, right? Don't take our word here for this. We're just giving you guys general -hmm. general medical advice. We're not your physicians here. But for the most part, unless you have um, chronic kidney disease, stage five, or your end-stage renal disease... It's safe to take magnesium. There really isn't any side effects. The main one would be some diarrhea. But if you have if you get diarrhea with magnesium, you you likely took a, a, a dose that's too high for you, so you may want to cut down a little bit. And that's it. There really is no other side effects from taking it.
1: Okay? So, just to be clear here, so the RDA for magnesium, which is the recommended dietary allowance according to the NIH, is, so let's say for somebody between the ages of you know 19 and 30 years old if you're a male they recommend 400 milligrams milligrams yeah, right uh, not milligrams. micrograms milligrams so between 19 and 30 400 milligrams if you're a f- if you're a male if you're female 310 um if you're between the ages of 31 and 50 years old they recommend 420 milligrams for males and 320 milligrams for females Anybody over the age of 51, they recommend 420 and 320, male, female. So what you're saying is that that's just not enough. It's not enough. Right? They should be consuming between 400 and 800.
0: Yep. And that's assuming that you're not taking any medications that are depleting your magnesium. And you know what's crazy? People above age 50, those are the ones that are taking blood pressure medications, diuretics, pain, meds. Those are the ones that need even more magnesium. Right, you're not absorbing it as well, you know. If you're someone who exercises and you're sweating a lot, you're you're losing magnesium. So, you know, I think they're grossly underestimating how much magnesium you need. All right.
1: Yeah, and and you know what annoys me, Joe, that the NIH, you know, they include the foods that are high in magnesium or quote unquote high in magnesium, and some of them are like, some of them are whole wheat bread. Twenty three milligrams. Okay. Soy milk, peanut butter, cereal with two large biscuits, sixty-one milligrams. Breakfast cereals, four to five with ten percent of the DV or dietary recommended value, whatever for magnesium. One serving. It's like, okay, great, you're getting magnesium, but you're also eating breakfast cereal. Mm-hmm. Come on, guys, we gotta be a little bit smart when we look at the when we look at WebMD and we look at you know Doctor Google. We have to be a little bit smart. You know, pick good sources of magnesium. Whole foods, whole foods, not processed foods with magnesium. Okay, you want to make better choices. You have to look at the nutrition label. You have to know what exactly are you eating? How much magnesium are you getting from this source? And is this source worth it? You can't compare getting magnesium from a breakfast cereal like Fruit Loops. Versus getting it from organic spinach. I mean, you just can't. Alright, so just, just be sure to make sure that you're looking at exactly what you're eating. So I want to finish the podcast with talking about what is a magnesium that we trust, that we would recommend for somebody who's looking to increase their magnesium. Because a lot of the times, people don't know that supplements are not regulated by the FDA. Most supplements. Most supplements are not regulated by the FDA. Okay, And they are not third-party tested. That's pretty scary. So we don't know exactly what we're putting in our bodies when we go to CVS, when we go to Dwayne Reed, when we go to Costco or BJ's, the Kirkland brands and the Nature's Promise brands. A lot of the times it has corn fructose syrup. It has sugars. It has gums. It has so many different chemicals in there like food dye. It has red, blue, yellow dye artificial flavorings, okay? You don't want to be consuming that as well with your magnesium. So a source that we trust that Joe and I were talking about yesterday, it comes from ASTR, which is AdvancedSoftTissueRelease.com. And if you go there and look at the Magnesium Active, you'll see that it contains, I'm looking it up right now, it contains magnesium as dimagnesium malate, 235 milligrams, magnesium citrate, and magnesium lysinate, glycinate. Okay, and I want to just reiterate that this source comes from third-party testing. So another lab tests these things. And the lab is called Balchem, you can look it up, balchem.com, and they process these supplements and make sure that they're safe to take. Okay? So I just want to mention that that supplement there and um and yeah, I don't know Joe if you know any other supplements that you recommend or uh. Any other ways to get magnesium?
0: No, like I said, really you need to have a clean diet, you know, organic as much as you can. Well, you need to supplement. At the end of the day, if you, if you live yeah. in the U.S. and Europe, you know, you you need to supplement.
1: All right. Yeah. All right. So we're gonna wrap it up there. Thank you everybody for listening to the Internal Therapy Podcast. Appreciate your time here with us, and we will see you on the next episode. Take care.